This is the Marlology Podcast. Marlow County, Ohio is my home. With your hosts, Mike and Joey. Well, hello, Mike. Hey, Joey. We're back. Yeah, we took a week off. Took a week off for uh, Easter. Yeah. And uh, we're in our new digs here in the uh, new studio that has yet to be named because we've only had one submission so far for the naming. We've had a submission? We've had a submission. Really? Yes. I can't tell you what it is right now, but you'll find out soon. Okay. Just one. Okay. Kevin Halp, he uh, sent us something. So uh, we're going to um, keep the contest open. So if you guys could, please send us some names. Uh, we would like it to be something historical since we are at the Historical Center here in Mount Gilead doing the recordings. So send us something that uh, uh, you would like the studio to be named. Um, one of the things that I had talked about last time was you know, naming it the Globe Studio. Shout out to the old Globe Hotel. You had mentioned something with granite. This uh, building was known as the Granite Block originally, so maybe something relating to that. Yeah, so... Uh, the name I really like, though, is the Mike Wilson Studio. The Mike Wilson Studio. Yada, yada, yada. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So, hey, Mike, guess what? We've got a couple things going on. One of the huge things for me this week is Chang's Gourmet Chinese is opening. The reopening? The reopening to- tomorrow, uh, 412 which actually will be today, for those of you listening. Um, so let's uh, think local first, the Morrow County page. Um, they're actually going to do a welcome back card shower. So if you um, are interested, send a welcome back card or just a card of praise to the Ch- uh, Chang's Gourmet Restaurant at 23 South Main Street, Mount Gilead. Um, and their phone number for those of you that have been longing for some crab rangoon like myself, um, it is 419-946-3888. And uh, Cardington Lincoln uh, Public Library welcomes author Mindy McGinnis as she will discuss her new novel, The Initial Insult. I don't know if it's. I don't know anything about the book. I just saw it online and thought that I would share that. It's pretty cool. It does so, sound like a novel idea. Ah, uh, as Ken Barnett would say, since I know he'll be listening on his way back from vacation. There, uh, that's two thirds of a pun. P U. All right. So on uh, that's four seventeen, uh, April seventeenth. There at one p.m. That'll be at Cardington Lincoln Public Library. On four seventeen. I'm sorry, 416, the Litter Dash at 9 a.m. Get outside, pick up, clean up. Let's clean up our roads, ditches, fields, parking lots, parks, and more. That was uh, posted online by the Extension Office to uh, get out and clean up the litter. And on 417, the Veterans Banner Project, uh, promoted by the Williamsport Grange 1815 group, uh, that is 10.30 to noon. It's a drive through registration, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this in the, this sure episode. And we have a special guest with us today to talk about that, so we'll get to her shortly. Then, let's see, 421. Um, this is, this is kind of neat. This uh, Gentlemen, listen up. If you have a wife or um, your wife is a mother or you have a mother that you would like to do something fun for, uh, Barn Door um, Wreath, it's called a Rag Wreath, and it's from Three Barns a Charm, and it's at the Village Gathering Place in downtown Mount Gilead. 
It's on 421 at 6 p.m. And you purchase tickets online. It looks like they're $36. So it looks like you actually will take a wreath frame and you'll tie knots of this fabric on. And there were, a, there were a couple of them that were really, really, really neat in there. And I thought, hey, that might be. And I, Angela, if you're listening, just go ahead and turn the volume down and count to 10 <laughs> and then turn it back up. This might be something great for my kids to do for their mom, sure. uh, whether we make it to that one or not. But that would be something pretty cool. So it would make a cool Mother's Day gift. Again, that's 421 at 6 p.m. It's the Barn Door with Rag Wreath. Um, and that is from Three Barns at Charm. Tickets available online. You can find all of these uh, shared, or the ones in April at least, on the Marology Facebook page. Pop-up shops, again, they're at the uh, village gathering place they will do on 424 at 10 a.m they'll do some pop-up shops just like a sidewalk sale mike oh wow just like in the old days i could use a new sidewalk they're not selling the sidewalks you said okay. sidewalk sale all right mike all right that's enough all right local retailers and a food truck to celebrate the nice weather and local businesses Pop-up sale shops, so literally you're going to be able to find local vendors, crafters maybe, uh, inside of the shop there and maybe down the sidewalk. I've driven by and I've seen it's been kind of busy when they've had these. So again, that's 424 at 10 a.m. Then going into May, Mike, this is not that far away, but Carting the Friends of Cardington, they're, they're uh, going to be hosting the Cardington Community Garage Sales Day. Everyone loves a good garage sale. Sure. Now I can get a garage to go with my new sidewalk. All right. So uh, visit local restaurants and, of course, the winery. Just a plug for those gentlemen there. And uh, Or you just travel and see what treasures await your discovery. You know, just travel along your, in your pirate ship and find out what might uh, lie in somebody's uh, garage that you're interested in. Um, you probably will not be able to find a garage to go with your sidewalk from the sales anyway um and then something huge mike something that is explosive something that is uh fiery something that originated in china is coming to morrow county really yes of what are we speaking well it is fireworks oh the village yes. of mount gilead is actually they've actually put forth um, a good chunk of money to pay for the fireworks just mm -hmm. like last year you know if you remember these were previously done by the fair board and some with covid restrictions early on last year and the issues with um financing they ran into some troubles and decided they weren't going to do it and of course the village picked that up and ran with it and this year they decided they uh, are going to, they want to continue mm -hmm. to do this and are you ready sure they're taking donations do you want yes. to know why or do you know why? Just curious. Uh, well, why don't you tell us? All right. So they're going to take some donations because they want to make the fireworks even bigger and more explosive than they were last year. So if you are interested in donating, whether as an individual or your business, please send a check to the Mount Gilead Village office. And the checks are to be made out to the village of Mount Gilead. And in the memo line, write Fireworks 2021. And uh, this is going to be awesome. So they're going to shoot them off from the, fire, from the fairgrounds again. And it's going to be a, it's just going to be fantastic. I can't wait to watch them. Um, we didn't get to watch them last year. We were on vacation. Uh, so, folks, get your grills and lemonade ready. 
it will be hot, I am sure. It always is, never disappoints. Um, so, another last important thing here, please note that there is no, uh, there's no election in May of 2021 this year. So there's nothing on the ballot for the primary, Mike. So okay. there's nothing to worry about there in that election. And that is all we have for current events. This week's Morrow County Flashback, brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Well, April is National Grange Month. National and, Grange Month. Yes. What is the Grange? The Grange. Well, it's, it's funny that you ask that, because we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, beginnings of the Grange. And uh, our special guest is going to talk to us about some of the things that the Grange is currently doing. So I'm going to be reading this from the uh, Morrow County History that was uh, put together in 1989. Um, I was four years old in 1989, by the way. Shut up, Joy. <laughs> At the end of the Civil War, it was felt that a farm-oriented organiza organization was necessary to assist in the reconstruction of the rural South through the assistance of people of the rural North. The National Grange was officially organized on 1867. The first Ohio Grange organized at East Cleveland on 3-2-870. The Ohio Annual Convention held at Cincinnati in 1877 found every existing county represented. There being 1,200 local granges with 50,000 members. Remarkable growth in only seven years considering the lack of methods of communication at that time. The founders uh, felt as the organization was to be an order of farm folks or husbandmen, the name Patrons of Husbandry would be most fitting. For local branches, the name Grange was selected because the term Grange was applied to farm homesteads in Old England. The Grange, a family fraternal order, was unique in, other res in another respect. Equal representation and voting rights were given to women members. Thus, there were four offices in the Grange specified to be held by women. Some of the national legislative uh, efforts originating in Grange conventions, the year of proposal and the year they became law were Equal Suffrage, 1874 to 1920, PUC, 1880 to 1906, Direct Election of U.S. Senators, 1885 to 1914, Civil Service, 1886 to 1908, Meat Inspection, 1888 to 1906, Rural Mail Delivery from 1891 to 1896. And there are so many other things that the Grange had their hands in, um, in, uh, you know, typical rural life in Ohio and the United States. The first Grange in Morrow County was at Johnsville, number uh, 250, organized in November of 1873. Quickly followed in 1874 by Westville, uh, Wester, Westfield, excuse me, number 411, Franklin, number 466, Mount Gilead, number 617, Chesterville, number 628, Summit, number 724, Harmony, number 732, Cardington, 749, Lincoln, 783, a second Johnsville, number 808, Washington, 820, Penn, 884, and Marengo in 988. Um, in 1875, North Bloomfield, uh, Golden Rule, Ballyette, Chester, Washington, 
reorganized in 1911, um, Mount Gilead, Denmark, and Williamsport, number 1815, which we'll be hearing from just a little bit, Red Hill, Fairview, Center Hill, and Bloomfield, uh, Bennington, South Bloomfield, Canaan, Bennington, uh, was reorganized, Jugs Corners, Lincoln, and uh, most have since disbanded. There are only two Granges left in Morrow County, and that would be uh, Jugs Corners and Williamsport. And with us today to tell us about a big event that the Williamsport Grange is doing is Donna Carver, and I think she was the one that actually had the idea for this event. So Donna, tell us about it. Hi, Donna. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, I was driving through Galleon uh, a couple of years ago and saw these beautiful veteran banners. And uh, one of the things with the Grange is it was uniting the North and South after the Civil War. And at, at that time in 2019, I felt like our country was really divided. And I thought, what can we do locally that would help unite everybody, so a cause that we could all get behind? And seeing the banners in Galleon, I thought, I think we all can appreciate our veterans. I think we can all, we all love our country, we all appreciate our veterans, and we all want to honor our veterans, especially those that uh, are close to us. And uh, so I was very fortunate. Um, I reached out to the organization, the Galleon Historical Society, and got all the information from them, and they were very helpful in pointing me in the right direction. So in 2019, we accepted applications and we hung 112 banners in downtown Mount Gilead. Uh, we had intended to expand that in 2020, but like everything else, COVID had an impact on that. And uh, we did not expand, we did not take any new applications. However, we re did rehang them uh, in 2020. So downtown did have some banners. Okay, who was eligible for the uh, veteran banners? Any veteran who at any time in their life resided in Morrow County. They do not have to have been born here. They don't have to live here currently. Um, but if they went to school here or lived here at any point in their lives, they're eligible for a banner. So uh, if they're currently in, in their military service cycle, are they eligible currently? We are not accepting active duty this time. We did it the first year. But we're a county of about 38,000 people. We have a lot of veterans, and we have 112 places to hang them. And so we decided that we're just going to honor those that have uh, finished their service, those that are our veterans. Uh, so. so let's talk about um, how do we get banners started this year. So I know you're working under COVID restrictions, as is everyone. So what is your process this year? And we've kind of talked about it on this show previously, but we wanted to, make, wanted to give you an opportunity to really share that and what exactly do you need to go through that cycle to get the banner? Well, we plan to have a drive-through registration at the Williamsport Grange Hall. You may know it as the Congress Township Hall. It's located at 6251 County Road 20. Uh, it's technically a Mount Gilead address. And what we're going to do is we will have folks, please don't come too early. We're going to open the registration at 1030 until noon. And it's a very small area. So if you're there lining up, you're going to back up traffic on 42. So please, please don't get there way early. We're, like I said, we start at 1030. 
but um, people will pull up in their vehicle. We'll have two lines. They'll come through. We will hand them a numbered application. When we get to the end of those numbers, that's it. We're sold out. We will do what we did in 2019. In 2019, folks started lining up hours ahead of time. And by the time that I had actually arrived, they had already been standing outside for almost three hours. Wow. It was like a rock concert. I couldn't believe it. And What it, a good problem to have. It was a wonderful problem, but it was hot. We had elderly people. We had disabled people sitting out in this hot sun. So we handed out the numbers right away. And when we got to the end, we said, you know, we're sold out. But we took names and phone numbers. And then those people um, were the first ones that I called this year. I pre-registered them because they stood in line for hours to get one. So they don't have to stand in line this year. We will do the same thing this year. When we get to the end, we will continue to take your name and your number. And then next year, you won't have to get in line. We will, you will be offered one um, as soon as we know when we, we're going to take the applications. That is awesome. So you've already answered the question I had, uh, if a person can't make it to registration date, what, oh, no, you haven't answered that. If a person can't make it to the registration date, what, what do they do? Unfortunately, with all of the issues that we have between COVID restrictions and, you know, we're a small group, uh, we're not meeting, uh, we just have to have you come to that registration. If you can't personally do it, call a friend, call a neighbor and ask if they will get in line for you. That's really your only option is to have someone show up for you that day. And how many banners can a person uh, register? The first year we had allowed people to purchase as many banners as they wanted. Unfortunately, it took away from the ability for more families to be able to participate. So what we're asking this year is one banner per sponsor. Now that doesn't mean that your family can only have one banner. It just means that my sister will sponsor this one and the brother will sponsor this one or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. But we want it to be one banner per sponsor. Um, so what if, what, if, uh, what if somebody lives out of town or out of state and they can't get here, um, can they still register a veteran for the banner? Again, they're going to have to find a local person who would be willing to do the line for them. Um, we just don't have the ability as a small organization to be able to handle like outside orders. And especially with the mail the way it is right now, we wouldn't have time to accept an application from out of town anyway. So if you have family, friends, if you don't have anyone at all that can do this, call me and I will see if I can find someone for you to get in line for you. But your best bet is, you know, you have someone you've gone to school with, you have an old neighbor, somebody who would be willing to do that for you. All right, so Donna, what do you need as the organization to get the banner set up? And this actually is gonna take a little bit longer because this is like four, there's what, four categories or four things I think you needed, right? Well, what we need are a completed application and Folks have been asking me where they get applications, so let me address that first. We will have a copy of the application available at the drive-through registration. So if you show up and you don't have one, don't worry about it. We will give that to you. You can go to the Village of Mount Gilead website and download and print uh, an application from there. If you're on Facebook, you can go to the Williamsport Grange number 1815 Facebook page and download the application there. 
Or if you're old-fashioned and you want a hard copy, the Veterans Services Office has printed some out and you can pick them up there at the Mount Gilead office. You will also be able to find this. Uh, we will link to the actual event with the, um, the application form on the Marology Facebook page. So that's just yet another avenue for that. So I know you need a picture, Donna. Yes. What size picture do you need? There is no particular size specification. Just remember the higher quality the photo, the better it's going to look on the banner. Uh, in speaking with Craig Alguire from Photorama, a four by six or a five by seven is preferred, but it doesn't have to be that. Of course, the larger it is, the, the more clear it's going to be. Uh, but I've seen him do some amazing things with some photos that weren't that great. We've had some Polaroid snapshots that were really fuzzy, and he just managed to make them look fantastic. So one thing to note about the photos is you don't return this copy, correct? No. What we want you to do is make a copy of the photo, and it needs to be on photo paper, not copy paper, not cardstock. Um, Rite Aid uh, and Drug Mart both have... Uh, the ability to copy a photo onto photo paper for you, uh, or you can do it yourself at home on your printer, but use photographic paper. Um, so what we would need is the application, a copy of the photograph, information about the veteran, which we will put on the application, and the fee is, once again, $48. Um, Photorama is doing this at their cost. They are making $0 off of this. They are donating all the labor, they're only charging us um, what it costs to print these banners. So we really appreciate uh, Craig Alguire and Photorama Studios. Where is Photorama Studios? It's located on the main street in Galleon. Oh, okay. So it's kind of local. Kind of local. And Craig has ties to Williamsport Grange. So, <laughs> so uh, the 2021 banners, when after this season and they're hung you know and then they come down for of course probably the christmas banners as we get into the holiday season um will those banners go back up in 2022 they will not um originally when we started this project we started it with um the 100th anniversary of the victory shaft dedication the centennial and we did it late in the season they didn't go up until fair week and they came down at the end of November. But we told folks that first year they would go back up in 2020. And glad we did that because COVID hit and those were the banners that we had. We had originally intended to expand and have the banners up two years. The villages asked us not to add new brackets, not to expand it, at least not right now with all of the COVID and staffing issues. So this year we plan to only have them up the one year. They will go up prior to the 4th of July be up in time for 4th of July. They will stay up through Veterans Day in November. When they come down, we will clean them and store them at the Grange Hall until spring, and then we will announce when folks can pick them up, which brings me to the 2019-2020 banners. We will be having a drive-through pickup the third Saturday in May at the Grange Hall from 10.30 to noon. But I will call each individual sponsor and make sure they're aware of that. And then if for some reason they can't come that day, I will make other arrangements with them to get their banners. So um, you're not, so you're not rehanging any banners that previously were hung? No, those banners are currently out at the Grange Hall and we will return those to the sponsors next month. So this is, uh, this is just a phenomenal project. I it think is. it is so neat. Like when you, when you're driving down Main Street um, and, and, you know, even High Street and headed, you know, 
back up, you know, towards Kroger, you know, down by Duke, and you're headed back up out that way, out west. It is just so cool to see all of these faces and names and every, you know, it's just, it's just so neat. So kudos to you, Donna, for that. I mean, and these folks were folks that have walked the streets of Morrow County and, 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 and lived here, and, and it's, it's really an exciting project. And uh, uh, thank you for bringing that from Galleon and uh, sharing it through the uh, Williamsport Grange, Donna. Oh, you're very so, welcome. Just one question. Mm -hmm. What is the, uh, do you have someone in that's on one of the banners now from the previous year uh, that fought during, you know, like Civil War? Or did you, were you able to find anything? We had one gentleman from the War of 1812. Really? We did. Um, it was not a picture of him in uniform. It was him as an elderly gentleman, but he did have a family member who purchased a banner from the War of 1812. I will say we have decided uh, not to go back that far anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, Morrow County became a county in um, 1848. So from 1848 onward, uh, we'll, we'll recognize those. But it's very rare to find a photograph uh, that far back anyway. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to cover that we that we didn't cover yet? Yeah, actually two things. Um, people keep asking me if they can choose where their banner hangs. And the shorter answer is no. Uh, Logistically, I think that would be a nightmare. It, it is. Now, we are going to, if it is a Gold Star veteran, which means they were killed in, in action, they were killed in, uh, on duty, those are going to hang on the square. I have... I will pull those out when they come in and I'll put them on the top so that the village knows to hang those on the square. Other than that, um, our workers are, I don't want to complicate it further for the village of Mount Gilead, so they'll just put them up where they go. Um, the other question that people have been asking me is, are we going to have a recognition ceremony this year? In 2019, we had a beautiful tribute at the First Baptist Church of Mount Gilead. Unfortunately, with COVID restrictions, we don't feel we can pull off an indoor event um, and trying to do a video uh, outside in the daylight does not work. So we are going to put together a virtual um, tribute and it will go up online. And for those folks who don't use the internet, we will burn some DVDs and mail those to those individuals who would like a copy. Well, that's, wow, just such a fantastic project. All right, Donna, so folks want to get a hold of you. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, about this project? They can call me at 419-560-8100. And if I don't answer, leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. All right. And that is uh, Williamsport Grange, 1815 President Donna Carver. Again, her phone number is 419-560-8100. And that is for the 2021 Veteran Banner Project. Thank you for coming, Donna, as the first guest in the new studio. Thank you. Thank you, I appreciate you having me. All right, Mike, so the Beck and Joey cartoon. Okay. I'm looking at it now, it just came out on Saturday, and this one is Beck and Joey here, and this is Joey's in the pickle jar, and there's actually one of the giant like gallon pickle jars, and Joey is down inside of it. And just, just in case you don't know, Beck is the rabbit-looking guy with a huge forehead. Okay. And then Joey is the pig. And it says, next time, Joey, come and get me, and I'll help you with the last pickle. 
<laughs> oh, I'm telling you Sounds what. Sounds like he was in a real pickle. Yeah, and actually, I am going to go ahead and share this. I'm actually going to be uh, on the Beck and Joey show. They do oh, really? an interview panel, or an interview, and uh, they asked me if I would be willing to come on and, and chat about different things, and uh, I said yes. Um, I just have to schedule a time to go sit with Mark. So, again, folks, go out there and look at the Beck and Joey cartoon. I think by far is my favorite, and I heard his son say is the two skin tags that are playing tag and it says, you're it. And we, we should tag. mention also the reason that we mention Beck and Joey every week is because he put together our, our theme song. Yeah, Mark put together the theme song. Um, I added the Marology. Uh, this is the Marology podcast. That's me. My daughter, Leslie, is saying, it's my home. And my son, Isaac, is saying, uh, Morrow County, Ohio. And then my wife actually got in there, and she said, with your host, Mike and Joey. So it's kind of a family thing. I honestly don't know who the little kid is at the beginning, but that gave me the idea for my kids. And Lainey would not get into the microphone. She would not lean into the microphone to do it. So she didn't get to be in in the podcast opening. But yes, so he did that for us, and we are very thankful. Um, So again, folks, go out there and like the Beck and Joey show. Did you notice that we don't have any ads on our podcast? If you're interested in having your business here, email us at marology at gmail.com.